Hello, guys. Welcome to another episode of the SportsGrad podcast. We've got some exciting news to share today. The SportsGrad community has just passed 100 members, which is absolutely awesome. We are so thankful to every single one of those members who keeps us going. We love engaging with you. We love sharing content with you. We love seeing the results that you guys are getting. And we just love what we're building at the moment. So, And we can't do that without you. So thank you so much for helping us get there here. We hope there's a big future to come. Today, to celebrate, we thought to give you an insight into the membership for those who aren't aware by introducing you to a former guest of the podcast and one of our members, Nathan Peroni. Nathan is currently doing an internship at a VFL club called the Box Hill Hawks and is working part-time at the AFL as well, which is sensational. Um, Nathan's been with us since the very beginning, so please enjoy these insights from Nathan Peroni on the SportsGrad membership. Nathan, we might change lanes slightly. We mentioned at the start you were one of the earlier people to um, to jump on board the, the sports grad train and um, and start engaging with with us and, and listening along. And then when we released the membership, when we released the beta test of the membership, I believe back in late October, early November, twenty twenty, uh, you were the one of the first people to jump on. So why did you decide to become a sports grad member? Yeah, so as I said before, I've been listening to the podcast since F1 uh, religiously. I spoke to you probably a month or two, I reckon, before you bought it out. And I think we chatted as a three and you said, you know, we're thinking about this and I gave my thoughts. And essentially, the background of my thoughts was compared to like if if you put yourself in my perspective as a student or any students out there listening, you might pay $4,000 to do four units at uni for you know three or four months do you really think you get that much value out of it because i know as a student we all sit there in class you don't talk too much you go through the motions you probably don't put yourself out there too much and you walk away and go oh you know oh god i've got a massive hex debt at the end of my my degree whereas with this you have the opportunity to pay like for me i pay a little bit more less because i got on early but i pay seven bucks a month to get access to like you for example rubes on a pretty consistent basis you get the webinars you get an access to a massive community where you build your networks um so you get so much more value out of this than what you do uni and i'm not saying uni isn't good uni is great and you you make you make the most out of it based on what you do but to have this accessible to yourself as well as a student it puts you you know tenfold above others so i think i spoke to jack ryan at the meetup and i we both agreed that if you're not listening to podcasts like this or the Sports Bubble or Sports Geek or if you're not a member, you're already falling behind. So I think if you're not already and if you're considering it, I'd go for it. Um, you don't have to just be a member for a year. You could be a member for multiple years as a professional. So this gives you a talent pool to reach out to. I think something Sean Callanan actually said in one of your videos was, this is the community of tomorrow. And you can all build together and watch yourself grow and then become friends where you offer jobs and this and that. So it's been a yeah, massive opportunity for me. And I think lockdown's been probably the best thing for myself and probably some other students out there because podcasts like this have come around. Um, you've had more opportunities to self-develop, put yourself out there, meet more people. And it really gave you time to probably think. Like for me, it was like, Let's knuckle in, put yourself ahead of other people 
and I didn't think in you know June last year when we went to lockdown, I'd be a guest on this podcast. I'd be at the AFL. Um, so it's it's kind of a pinch yourself moment at the moment. How did you um, make the decision to to become a member? Like, we was it just something that was in your nature to kind of you know jump in straight away you knew what you wanted or we you know chatting with friends or family is this something that do you reckon be worth it do these guys really know what they're talking about you know who are these people on the internet or you know how how did you actually come to the point where you wanted to jump in straight away i mean i didn't really think twice if i'll be brutally honest i'd listened to how how many episodes it might have been and i saw the value already and i'd said this to you that i think it'd be an awesome opportunity to to create this kind of platform um, and obviously we've seen it grow from that initial beta to where it is now. Uh, and then, yeah, I don't know. I didn't have any hesitations. I didn't ask anyone about it. I just trusted the trusted the process essentially. I trusted what you guys were doing and I knew it would help me to continue to develop and put me ahead of other people. So we all know that you can't come out of uni with just that degree and as I just said, you can't probably not be listening to this as well. So... Um, it was just another way for me to, yeah, go up and above other people. Do you have a particular favourite webinar that Ruben has run through that sticks in your mind? Uh, I probably couldn't give the exact title of it, but it was around the proper use of LinkedIn. It was probably two months ago and it opened my eyes to the featured um, element, the recommendations um, and what I'll touch on is Rubes obviously introduced us to that. Um, some of you may be aware of it, some of you may not. But he recommended us um, like, you know, two or three skills and then encouraged others to do the same. And all of a sudden, I had maybe seven recommendations on certain skills. And that sort of just gives some reputation to people looking at your profile that look, you're good at this and um, other people you work with or other people you know recommend you for that. So it becomes a skill that people might focus on for yourself. Or you can then back up and go, look, I'm Ruben recommended me as a good customer service person. So, and that featured element too, which was something, I think I always scrolled past on profiles, but I never knew what exactly it was or how to access it. And that's allowed me to put my better posts, I guess you could say, accessible to people that view my profile. So, things like when I've gone to Chicago um, with Deacon to do the sport marketing competition, that's on there. The recent Box Hill post I've done um, about launching the event, that's on there. So, you have those opportunities to showcase what you're really good at and what you've done rather than people just scrolling through and going, oh, yeah, you've done six months here, 12 months there. Mm. So, yeah, that was probably my favorite one. And you obviously touched on that a little bit more in the last one last week, which was a yeah, content I'll, strategy. I was going to say, I've seen like a heap of content on LinkedIn since that, Rubes. And, like, you can kind of already see the impact that had, which is actually awesome, like, just coming out with stuff to post. Mm. Um, and some of the stuff coming out has been awesome. Um, so, you can just – you can see the benefit right there. Yeah. Well, I, I think we've I think we've just done our third webinar on LinkedIn, and mainly because it's, like – well, basically, we've just kind of gone off the bat of, back of what people have enjoyed. For example, Nathan sent me a message after that first one saying how he enjoyed it. So – um, then, then, then there became another opportunity to share more about the strategy behind how you use content, and then following on from that became, you know, a workshop on how to 
come up with the ideas for content and just brainstorm content ideas so that people have a bank of things that they can consistently share. Thank you for reminding me about the uh, the recommendations that we did way back when. We've got a few more people now, so we might have to um, plug that in the membership and do another round of pumping each other's tires up. <laughs> I won't say no. Yep. <laughs> so, Nathan, you, know, you mentioned that LinkedIn webinar. There's a whole bunch of other webinars as well as, you know, access to people in the community and other tools and resources. How has it helped you progress your career so far? Yeah, so as I've kind of touched on, it's given me – a really strong relationship with yourself. So you obviously have access to have those conversations about maybe it's your resume, your cover letter, which is something you sort of um, specialize in, I guess is the right word. So I know we had a chat for probably 45 minutes back at the start of the year. I don't think I was applying for jobs at the time, but just to revisit and go, this is how we should probably break this down. Um, And even I think touched on LinkedIn as well with that. So, getting those opportunities to get that one-on-one advice with someone that's been in the industry um, is something you obviously get out of it and something I'd recommend to anyone considering. And then in terms of other things, the Circle platform we have for members provides you to a bunch of different templates on what might be jobs that have come up that Rubes has maybe recommended, Ryan might have recommended, I might have recommended and you get these inside access um, and you might have seen on the socials how um, one of the members recently got a job at Collingwood in membership services. Um, I got the Box Hill role and got some support through you and that sort of got promoted a bit as well um, because of that episode, um, which we may touch on later, but episode 53, I think it was, about grassroots sport ideas. And yeah, it just gives you a really opportunity, a good opportunity to network with other students. So you want to build that network and know other people. You have that space to reach out. I actually had a call with Nishad, one of the members, and he's in London. Oh, yeah, the bloke over in England. Yeah, so he's in London. Um, I think I just reached out. We connected on LinkedIn. He's like, hey, hey just got a chatting because um, we both love the Premier League. And uh, a week later, we organized a call, spoke for about an hour, had a lot in common, uh, and that was awesome. Another one was with Devin. We caught up in the city, met through membership and also some of Sean Callanan's sports biz Zoom calls. So you have this platform to, yeah, grow your network, maybe meet some people you might want to be close friends with as well. So, yeah, it's been awesome. That is uh, yeah, that is awesome to hear. I had no idea that you guys were sharing Zoom calls across the world. So, that uh, yeah, that's just made my day. <laughs> <laughs> and that, like, that's what it's built for, you know. Like how good mm. is the fact that you'd never have met them ever? Under what circumstances would you have met them? I mean, there's a chance you might have reached out on LinkedIn, possibly. But, like, this is what is, is so great about what the membership is, is, like, you're, you can essentially, you've just been given a pool of people who are like-minded to you and want to have a long career in sport, and you've got access to them. You can, you know, become mates with them, colleagues with them, doesn't matter, but you've essentially just added so many people to your network in just one simple step. So... Um, that's awesome that you're able to sort of already act on that and, and obviously chat to, to people not only here but but across the world. Yeah. And you mentioned uh, you mentioned Sean Callanan's comments from a video we put out around how one of, one of the added benefits of being in this community will be in 10 years' time, you will all know each other and have developed a relationship with each other over the next 10 years and be doing different things 
and you'll be able to call on this group of people for a number of different things. You don't know what you'll be doing at the time. You might need a job or you might just need to work with each other, but you already have these people and connections to to call on. So, yeah, it was quite cool when Sean mentioned that to us because we were kind of focusing on, on the here and now. Yeah, well, it definitely relates. And you probably don't think about it, as you said, Rubes, but you do have this community you can now build with. And I think the sports industry people, um, even as a student, if your your friends don't understand what it's like, there's a certain core of students and individuals that understand what it, what it takes to make it in this industry. A lot of my mates, you know, there might be trades or there might be teachers and you go through the motions, you come out of school and you're, you're going to be okay. Whereas with us, you have to grind, you have to put the work in, you have to take the sacrifices. You get those weird looks on the weekend where you're volunteering and you're not having drinks with the boys. Um, but, you know, in the long run, if you give them some footy tickets in 10 years, they're laughing. So, um, <laughs> totally. that's, that's totally. one of my goals, to be honest, is to give yeah. back. That's a really good point around like like actually having friends to go through the process with because you know, one of the problems that I had was that, you know, all my friends were going on to do, you know, finance or, or law and they were doing all these grad programs and getting picked up and getting paid pretty handsome rates in the, during university just for doing internships and I was driving to all parts of Victoria to do to volunteer my time for my internships and eventually got to the point where one of my friends said, is this opportunity actually going to pay you? And it was with the Hawthorne Football Club, in fact, as well, Nathan. And um, I picked up that and they said, is this one actually going to pay you? And I was like, oh, nah, but hopefully one day someone will. So it, you're right. It does it does make it easy when you've got a group of people who understand what you're going through. Yeah. And another thing um, my mate Brent said to me recently, everyone often says, and I say it, it's not what you know, it's who you know. But he mentioned that it's not who you know, but it's the people you know who trust and know what you can do that gets you jobs. I can know you, Ruben, on LinkedIn. I don't talk to you. You're not going to give me a job. But if I know Ryan because I talk to him a fair bit, then you're going to give me the, you're going to offer me a job. So there's a difference between that sort of that that rule and that motto of it's not what you know, it's who you know. So Nathan, like you mentioned before, all the different aspects of the membership, you know, and, and the benefits they all bring. But just wanted to touch on what you know, what aspect do you enjoy most about being a sports grab member? I'd say. The best thing I've found so far is that relationship I now have with Rubes. Like when I started listening to the podcast, I always thought, you know, I'm just some listener from afar. Like I'm never going to get in touch with these guys. Um, you know, I kept listening to you guys and going, oh, that's that's awesome what you're doing. And like you, Ryan, in commercial, Rubes traveling the world with like sport and reaching out out of your comfort zone. I never thought I'd get to this chance to now be, yeah, like mates with you, I guess, and have this opportunity to be on a podcast. So, that's probably my favorite thing about it and probably a close second would be just that community aspect, as I mentioned, to meet like-minded people, become closer, learn more, better yourself because of that and then, yeah, if that helps you get a job in five years or even if it just helps them get a job in five years, you probably feel better for it. Awesome. And, yeah, like likewise, uh, one of the things I didn't probably realize or didn't think I was getting into as well is that, you know, I'd have you know great relationships with people like you and these other people in the membership who I'm now spending a lot of time with and we've started to build this great community Ryan of people who are people with similar interests to us so it's just become a great place to kind of connect and hang out and talk about similar things well and I was gonna 
throw in there that like the people who are sports grad members are, you know, the people who we're going to be working with in the next few years, you know. So it's kind of like you're just meeting them earlier, which is awesome. So eventually, you know, five years down the track, you know, you're going to see all these people in the industry and you're already sort of going to have that relationship, which is great. So I fully envisage Nathan either AFL, CA, some sort of commercial job along the line and we'll already be able to chew the fat on all things sponsorship, which is actually pretty awesome. And personally as well, like same as you, Rubes, like we didn't expect that at the start of all this. So it's um it's certainly become quite a large pool of, uh, of mm. people to know, which is, which is absolutely awesome. And like while like it has been awesome, like getting to know people and becoming friends with different people, I'm not sure if you felt this, Ryan, but like there's this sense of responsibility that, you know, we've got to kind of instill these certain values and characteristics and ways of working in people who are trying to, you know, better themselves and better their lives, which is like a great privilege and opportunity and an awesome thing to kind of be able to do, but also... Yeah, as I said at the start, a massive responsibility too, which is um, uh, a cool thing that's kind of come out of this. You touched on a little bit before around some of the people you've chatted to recently, but are there many people that you've met through the community via sports grad that now you're pretty happy you've made that link? Yeah, so a good place, I guess, was to meet people was at the meetup, which was a couple of months ago in Melbourne. And there, besides the people I've already mentioned, um, got to meet Ankit in person, um, Shekhar in person, and then, uh, yeah, like Jack Ryan who worked for you as well. And I suppose it was good to just foster those relationships a bit more besides just being a, a Zoom call over a webinar or whatever it might be. Um, and even recently with the AFL job, uh, Ankit said something along the, lines of, along the lines of you're flying or something like that. And that was just really nice to hear. To just continue to build those relationships. And I think the networking night was awesome. I couldn't hang around for as long as I wanted. But I know you guys would have said it was a massive success. And to see it go to Sydney and wherever it might go from now as well, there's definitely major potential to, if you're not too sure about reaching out to people, it's the perfect environment to do it. And I think if there's more opportunities to do it, I'd be more than happy to obviously come down because that was my first networking event, uh, quote-unquote networking event. And I guess when it's an individual in a suit and tie who's speaking a, a lectern or whatever it might be, you feel more intimidated. But if it's just a room full of, you know, students and other like-minded people who follow this one thing, it becomes a bit more comfortable. So, that's my take on, yeah, the networking aspect. It was awesome to be able to actually finally get our community together in Melbourne and then Sydney and hopefully we can do it more places around the world. One day, Ryan, we keep talking about the sports grad tour. <laughs> it will happen. It will happen. But, yeah, no, like, that's awesome feedback to get because one of the things that we are mindful of having been in your position before is that it is daunting going to these events. And so when you do see someone who's in a fancy job and wearing a suit and a tie, it can be more difficult to, to talk with them. So that's why we try and implement some of those rules around you're not allowed to ask for a job. Like we're trying to make it as – comfortable as possible so that you know people like yourself and others feel like they can attend and and get a lot out of it yeah for sure and it's a great way to start i mean stepping out of your comfort zone is a difficult thing and networking is stepping out of your comfort zone 
But I think you probably hear this from multiple podcasts and multiple individuals around the world how you can gain so much from getting out of that comfort zone. So if you haven't reached out to anyone, reach out to someone. Reach out to Ryan and Rubes if you haven't reached out to them after this podcast. Like, I'm more than happy to chat as well if if you're a student or whatever. Even if you're just starting out, like from a first year perspective, I was very naive. I guess I knew what I wanted, but I wasn't too sure. And then second year, you kind of click into gear. So if you can get started early doors, um, you'll put yourself well and truly ahead of other people. You'll probably come to the next one as the professional. There's obviously <laughs> students and people wanting to get into the industry. Perhaps you've you've probably now shifted into that that role now, which is which is huge. I'd like to think not. I'm still. <laughs> I'll be humble about it, but uh, maybe in a couple of years. I think it was you, Nathan, who mentioned to me that you were using, and so this is just following on from what you said around reach out to yourself, reach out to Ryan or I. One of the things that you'd been doing, I believe, was listening to the podcast, connecting with that person on LinkedIn, and then using the podcast as the topic to connect with them over. Is that correct? Was that you? I did a few. Yeah, I didn't do it to everyone, um, but Mm. for a few that I really enjoyed and have like an interest in. um, One of them was like Iray Saban, who because I have that events interest long-term, I really enjoyed the episode, so I reached out to him and said, hey, love the episode, uh, love what you're doing, all the best. You know, the conversation didn't flow, but it's just a simple simple message. Um, but I did that for a few others as well, and it's just something nice, and you never know, the conversation could lead to something else. But there might be just that little thing in the back of their head that goes, oh, yeah, you know, Nathan reached out to me. So you never know. Well, he's a good one to have reached out to because I believe Marvel Stadium is merging with the AFL, so I'm sure you'll come across him at some point in the future. Yeah, you never know. Maybe with the the events interest I put in, maybe he'll help me out. <laughs> <laughs> I think the AFL owns Marvel. Am I yeah, right? Yeah, they do. The yeah, team do they, work they, in the office. Yeah. Yeah, right. Okay. So, does that mean E-Ray will be working for the AFL? Is that what you said? I, I don't know. I was told at the start that, that's, that they're in the AFL office, the Marvel yeah. team. It's kind mm. of connected, huh? Yeah, they are. Yeah, I've I've spoken to Eray too, and he's uh yeah he told me they're gradually getting integrated. Hello, Eray. Shouting out to him. He, he would also be he, listening. No doubt. Um, yeah, very loyal loyal listener. Nathan, speaking of using the podcast to your advantage, can you uh, to wrap up this episode? Can you talk us through how you got the job at the Box Hill Hawks? Yeah, so with the Box Hill Hawks internship. Uh, originally, I saw it through Deakin, through the placement unit, um, where they advertise the 12 or 15 different internships across both Box Hill and Hawthorne. And I applied for the commercial role at Box Hill purely because I obviously have that interest long term. You could have applied for multiple, but I wanted to just focus in on one. Um, and with part of the process, you had to do a 90-second video explaining why you wanted it and what you could give to the organization. So I had a lot of retakes. It probably took me an hour, but I got the got the gig in the end. I had an interview with Katie Reid, who, as you said, has been on the podcast, uh, and Stephen Gillum, who was the GM at the time. And what I actually lent on was, as I mentioned earlier, podcast fifty three, I think it was, which was five ideas to use in grassroots sport, and that was ideas along the lines of the super box. Happy hours at the canteen, 
um, and other competitions. So I use that in the interview to essentially approach how I'm going to benefit the commercial team. And at the end of it, Stephen said, I might steal those ideas. So I walked away feeling pretty good if he had that assumption about what I put forward. And then, yeah, the next day he gave me a buzz and said, you got the gig. And unfortunately, he's not working there anymore and he's moved on to Hawthorne in the commercial team. But yeah, that bite-sized episode really helped me with that one, even though it was grassroots sport, not you know AFL. You can really take that anywhere, those kind of ideas. That's a that's the beauty of grassroots. You can do absolutely anything. So, um, yeah, for anyone else inter- interested in sponsorship activations, I definitely uh, recommend checking out the five alternative grassroots ideas in that episode. And well done to you, Nathan, for actually taking advantage of that. Yeah, it was perfect time actually. I think I had the interview a week after it came out, so I just went all for it. Never forget the super box roofs. One of the great ideas, Mitch Woods. We owe him. And the other thing with grassroots sport is like just throw out the rule book because there are no restrictions, which is quite cool. So anyway, Nath, it has been absolutely awesome chatting to you, mate. Love what what you're doing. You know, some of the stuff you mentioned before around delivering your first sponsor for the Box Hill Hawks, like that is absolutely incredible. I'm quite envious. So that's just awesome. And and just all the work you're doing, the, the jobs you've now secured whilst you're studying is fantastic and great to have a member part of the community such as yourself so thanks so much for coming on and and spending an hour with us and uh we'll catch up soon no doubt i appreciate the kind words there everyone and once again i can't thank you guys enough for the time and effort you've put into building this platform for everyone and yeah super grateful to obviously have this opportunity to speak on the podcast and um, i look forward to seeing where this might be in, you know, five years or whatever it might be. So if you're not a member, yeah, jump on the train. Well, there we have it, guys. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Sports Grad Podcast. I hope you enjoyed hearing a little bit more about Nathan's experience within our community. If you feel like this is for you, then why not jump in? There's a link to our show notes, which will take you straight to the membership page that will give you all the details you need to, to get involved. So, Otherwise, head to www.sportsgrad.com.au forward slash membership. If you're on LinkedIn and we haven't connected, feel free to reach out to me, Ruben Williams, type in my name. Love to connect with you there and shoot me a message as well if you've got any questions about the platform too. I'm happy to answer them for you. Until next time, take care. Take care.